Hi listeners, welcome to Zdenek's English Podcast. This is part 5 of this Taking the Delta series. So this is supposed to be the climax, the cream of the crop, the icing on the cake. So in this episode you should find out how I did with my Delta, with my Delta qualification. Did I pass or did I fail? Should I stay or should I go? No. Did I pass or did I fail? They should make a song out of this. Perhaps this might make you judge me in case I fail. Perhaps you will no longer want to listen to the next English podcast because of that. Will you listen more eagerly and attentively because I become more qualified, more qualified than ever? Well, who knows? Look, calm down, everyone. It is still me. Whatever happens... I promise you, it is still me. A bit traumatized me, a bit traumatized version of myself, to be fair, after this Delta experience. If you listened to the last episode, uh, in which I revealed the most frustrating moments of the entire course, I would like to think that you already understand, don't you? You understand that taking a full-time Delta course is not exactly what one may refer to as easy-peasy, right? If you still are wondering how something like that may have such profound effect on me, how something like this can make me call it post-deltatic stress disorder, well, you better stop listening to this episode and listen to the latest one first. I know you are impatiently waiting for the resolution of this torture, but... Believe me, so was I. So I'm kind of giving you the taste of your own medicine. No, that that wasn't an appropriate use of that idiom here. I was gonna say something along the lines of I am going to give you the taste of what it's like. Okay, because I am so malicious, you know, and spiteful and just generally a bad person. So the point is... I really had to wait bloody long time, and it felt like ages, a lifetime. I always leaned towards passing, you know, I always thought that I would pass. I could feel it in my bones, I could feel it ever since the last assessed lesson was over. But you never really know, do you? Despite the fact there are clear criteria for passing, there are so many factors that influence a good lesson. And the last assessed lesson was not perfect by any stretch of imagination. Believe me. What are these factors? Well, it is basically a lot of boxes that need to be ticked. Okay? So, so long you have a lot of boxes ticked, so long you have the majority of boxes ticked, then you're fine. Actually, some boxes weigh more. Some boxes have more priority or are more important than the others. But it's... It all comes down to ticking boxes, okay? It's all about the boxes. If you tick the boxes, you're fine, you survive, you go, you go on. If you don't, well. All right, so everyone, fasten your seatbelt, get some tissues. Here is the verdict. After more than two months of a torturous expectation, it came in an email, actually. In an email. Quite an experience receiving such email, I give you that. You open it, 
You see the sender is your language school. In my case, it is the IH International House Accent Prague. And you know, you are the addressee, the recipient. Because why the hell would it be someone else, right? It must be you. And you know straight away what the content of the email is. It can't be more obvious, right? Because you are expecting the result at that time. So you start reading it, breaking all the rules of effective reading. So instead of reading it for specific information, you actually read it um, for the gist. You skim read it, right? You break all the rules. You break the rules that you uh, teach your students for effective uh, reading. So this all happens within two to three seconds. But you know what? I will stretch it a bit for you to add suspense, okay? Are you on board with this? Honestly, I don't think you have a choice. You don't really have a choice, do you? No, you don't. Okay, here we go. Dear Zdeněk, and that's when I knew it was definitely for me. That's when I knew, because it is my name after all, isn't it? Zdeněk. So I knew it was for me, okay? That was quite clear. It goes on. We have received the results. Okay, they used the present perfect there because the result is there and I can see it. So there is connection to the present. No, I'm not teaching the rules of present perfect. I'm not looking at the perfect aspect of uh, English tenses. No, I'm not. No, I am telling you what my result is here. Okay, I'm not getting carried away with something I'm not supposed to. So where was I? We have received the result. And that's where I skipped a few lines, all the way up to pleased. Yeah, pleased. How nicely it sounds, the word pleased. And that's when I knew, as someone who considers himself an expert at teaching this particular word, inside reference to my LEP competition entry anecdote. I hope you got it there. And that's when I knew I can't have failed. I was sure as hell. And then I just quickly glanced over to the last bit, which read, pass grade. And I didn't really need to read the rest. I knew what I needed. Well, to be honest, I said it, I said to myself, you might as well read the whole thing, you silly. No, I didn't really say the silly bit there. So in the end, I did really read the whole bit. I did indeed. Dear Zdeněk, we have received the results for the summer course and I am pleased to be able to tell you that you have received a pass grade. And that's it. That's the message. Hell yeah! I jumped for joy, mildly, in a slightly suppressed manner. In fact, I didn't jump for joy. I just said it figuratively there. I produced just a little smile. A smirk of a sort. It is a pass. Splendid. It's only a bloody pass. To be frank, not the name Frank, but to be frank meaning to be honest. I was experiencing a mixture of feelings. On one hand, there was a relief. On the other hand, there was a bit of disappointment. And that's because, secretly, I was hoping for a better result. What do I mean by better result? Well... What's, what can be better than a pass? I mean, yeah, well, it can be merit or distinction or something like that. 
but who cares? Later, I found out that almost one-third of the people who took the Delta with me had actually been referred. So, I started to appreciate my result a bit more. There were some merits, and even a distinction, though. Seriously, Zdeněk, stop with this muscle-measuring exercise. It will kill you one day. Yes, I know, I know. Sorry. I'll never do it again, okay? I will never ever compare myself to anyone else again, I promise. I promise on uh, this very microphone, I'm touching it right now, um, the microphone. I hope you didn't hear that. I hope it didn't um, kind of spoil the experience of listening to this. Well-prepared episode, I have to say. Well-prepared episode. Yes, there is a script in front of me. Okay. Yep, I think you already know it from the way I am presenting this episode of the podcast. I'm trying to include some emotions in it. Yes, yes, let's do it again. Let's celebrate. Let's uh, bask in the moment of glory. It's a pass. Pass is a pass. What a profound thought that one was, wasn't it? A pass is a pass. It is what it is. Here's another one for you. Don't look a gifted horse in the mouth. Don't, don't do that. Uh, Horse's mouth stings. Actually, I don't know, because I don't really uh, check horse's mouth uh, that often. I don't have the experience. I have seen a horse's mouth. I did, but I don't um, check it because I'm not a vet, nor do I own a horse Um, or horse anyway i'm not really sure maybe the last two idioms are inappropriate here but i'm more certain that i deserved this i certainly did after so much stress it must feel horrible if you fail you know and all it took was to repeat the performance from the lsa2 which i had seriously fucked up all it took was to do this thing and I would have to repeat the last assessed lesson. So, you know, even if all my other lessons and essays had been great and I had had a bad day in the office when the external assess lesson came, I'd still have failed the entire course. I would still have to repeat that. Seriously, there is a very thin line between these grades One of my friends was referred, and to be frank, he had been doing much better during the course. I was actually looking up to him a lot. And then you have people who really struggled, resubmitted almost all their essays, failed up to two lessons, and still somehow managed to pass. This just doesn't feel fair, you know? The last lesson is the most crucial one. It really boils down to this one. So my point is... I deserve this, but this is not always fair. The question is, can it ever be fair? Honestly, I hope for a better grade. Unfortunately, it remained just a wishful thinking. But, in the light of the referred candidates, I will take this. Ultimately, Delta is a higher qualification and not everyone has it. Not that I have it. (laughs) I've just passed the Module 2 Delta I don't have the diploma yet. I hope I will one day, though. 
I hope I will. I just need to pass two more modules. But arguably, this one is the most difficult one. This one is the hardest of them all, uh, at least in my books. Those of you who are still a bit skeptical about this, have a go at it, and then we can talk. By the way, I do honestly believe that all my referred colleagues from the Delta course will eventually pass module two because they are smart people and they just had bad luck, I think. Okay, speculation time? Yeah, that's right. Now is the time for speculating. You know what's almost as bad as waiting for the result of this uh, module two? Well, it's the fact that you don't receive a bloody feedback for the externally assessed lesson, aka LSA4, unless you pay for it. And because it is quite expensive, nobody really does that. So I wasn't an exception to this rule. I haven't paid for the feedback, so I don't know anything. I have no clue why it costs an arm and a leg, because the assessor had had to write the feedback anyway. So this means you know absolutely nothing. You are blank paper, okay? You are tabular rasa. And if you have watched the Game of Thrones, I'm a massive fan myself, you know who knows nothing, right? And what it feels like to know nothing. It's very, very cold. And cold is not nice. It brings the White Walkers and all that. So it is not nice to know nothing. You can only speculate. You can only speculate about the lesson, what you did right, what you did wrong, etc. Okay, well, let me give you some more speculating now. Some more speculations. Right, you can't wait, I'm sure you can't. Um, so, the speculations as to why I didn't get a higher grade and as to my reasons for passing this course, this um, module to Delta course, okay? So, first, why didn't I get a higher grade? Well, number one, stress and lower self-confidence after LSA2. I'm sure you remember from the latest episode. My energy level was zero as well. It was all sucked out of me. Mind you, this assessed lesson took place in week eight of a full Delta course. And I did suffer from a lack of sleep. So, no surprise there. Number two, overdoing things. Yes, they told us many times, less is more, less is more. Yet, I didn't really follow this rule. Less is more, yes. You have to get your students produce ASAP in your lessons. You, you mustn't overcomplicate your clarification. Uh, you mustn't overplan. You mustn't include too many activities. And I did the exact opposite. I included my own activities, some of them very long. Created my own context, my own listening, and so on. Yes, yet again I stepped into the same river. I did the same during the Salta. I did the same during the Delta. Almost all my Delta lessons were like that. Fortunately, I was quite decent at keeping the allocated times for each activity. But all it took was one bigger deviation. Anyway, it didn't happen, so 
The point being, overdoing things. Why the hell did I re resort to that? I have no clue. I knew it all along. I heard stories about my colleagues failing because of that. And I still did that. Sometimes, some people will just never learn, right? Okay, number three. And this one is the most subjective and speculative point. I am only speaking my mind here, okay? Don't judge me too harshly, please. Point three is none other than the ruthlessness of Jonathan Marks. This dude looked tough. Fair but tough. He wouldn't make a smile. And I know he was just doing his job. And I know he was doing it well and all that. But I still think he was a bit tough. Okay. But it's kind of subjective. So I admit I might be wrong. Okay. Um, reasons why I passed. One, plenty of work. I worked really hard to make this happen. I worked really hard, especially as far as the assessed lesson is concerned. I really did everything I could for it to be a success. Just like I did everything I could for the LSA 3. I burned the candle at both ends. Yeah? And during the assessed lesson, I bent over backwards as well. Point two, consistency. I had passed almost everything. I failed only one thing, a lesson, LSA 3. I passed the essay for that, you know. Oh, maybe I didn't say this clearly enough, but we were awarded separate grades for both the BE and uh, the lesson. So in order to pass an LSA, you had to pass both, actually. The truth is, you could always resubmit the essay, except for the assessed one. But by the time you wrote it, by the time you wrote the, the last one, the assessed one, you kind of knew how to write an essay well. So, just to sum up, I was very consistent in that I passed all my essays. So many candidates failed their essays during the Delta course some repeatedly. So this is definitely a positive. And I think my assessed lesson of BE must have been a good one. I will never know. Well, because um, you just know nothing. You don't receive any feedback. Okay, enough of this, but it makes me mad, really. I, I think this is wrong. This is wrong and they are just making business out of it. It's expensive as it is, the course, you know. Why would they have to do this to you as well, just asking you to pay more. I don't get it, honestly. I will never find out whether this essay had what it takes uh, to qualify for a merit or pass. Who knows? But I don't know for sure. Anyway, point three. I have the habit of being able to perform under stress. When it comes to the crunch, I somehow find the inner strength and perform. I learned to do that, yes. Don't ask me how, but I, I think I learned to do that at my university at the age of about 23, 24 or so. Probably this is because I feel like I don't have a choice when it comes to it and there is uh, some kind of negative motivation of a possible fail. I think this works on me. 
uh, I really never wanted to repeat any exam because it is always extra pressure, extra stress, extra undesired negative emotions and extra other things as well, I'm sure. Point four, I gained a lot of experience and uh, I was given some really, really valuable advice by my tutors. I did learn some things during the Delta, you know. You know, taking such course after, um, after graduating from a university with the same content um, when the, the Delta is considered to be at the same level of standard, you are um, naturally going to be a bit skeptical about this, you know. But the worst thing you can do is to remain narrow-minded and ignorant of the knowledge they feed you with during the input sessions and feedbacks. I tried to heed my tutor's advice. I did. I think I did my best. Despite some internal disagreements I had in my head, um, at the end of the day, they were helping me to pass the course and they did their job well, I think, because I passed. Yes, let me repeat it. I have passed. Yeah, I picked up on uh, the advice they gave me and tried to make the most of it. Admittedly, some people were better at this. Again, uh, that's when ego comes into play, but I also genuinely believe that some things were missing in the course. I have, I have got, um, I have um, collected three points of criticism and I'm going to mention them now. Number one, there is a bit of hypocrisy in that you have to produce massive lesson plans over 20 pages long for each lesson. Uh, for each, uh, I mean, assessed lesson. But no one really does that in real life, do they? You would soon be broke as an English teacher. The pay is not high. And imagine you had to prepare uh, for a lesson for, I don't know, eight hours or so. That's just unimaginable. This wouldn't pay off. And you would soon be in the red. Yes, especially here in the Czech Republic. Point number two. I think one of the criteria should be the ability to make people laugh. And it's missing. It's missing in the criteria list. Or at least letting students evaluate the lesson in terms of how they enjoyed it. Okay. I heard some of my students say that the teachers who had ticked all the assessment boxes were not necessarily their favorite ones, which is interesting. I'm speaking about some kind of X factor here, you know, and I know this is really hard to pinpoint. Uh, this is really hard to assess because it's so subjective. I know that, but I just feel this should somehow be taken into account more than it is. And I'm not sure if it is at all. Anyway, point three of my uh, minor criticism of the Delta course, um, and that, that relates to another criterion. I think um, you should um, be assessed on the ability to improvise, uh, to improvise during a lesson, which is almost impossible because you follow a plan. You have to follow a lesson plan. As much as they say uh, you um, don't have to completely stick to it, you can make some adjustments on the fly. Um, 
Well, the reality is that everybody sticks to it. Trust me. Because everybody is so stressed. It's just impossible. But if there is someone who can improvise, I think it should be given some extra credit, you know? It should be given some extra points. And there is another point, and this is and this is probably the one I'm most agitated about. Um, and that's the fact that I felt that uh, creativity was discouraged. I'm talking about creating your own material, designing your own activities and tasks. It is an extra work. It is extra work. Everybody can take a book and use the original or adapted material from it. So this was my minor criticism of the Delta course. But I think uh, there are more positives, especially now that I've passed. You know, it's, it feels different. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure if I had failed, I wouldn't uh, record this episode of the podcast in the same manner. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really like that because the emotions are so strong. Uh, I might not even record this episode of the podcast at all because of that. So anyway, let me talk about the things that I take from this course now. Uh, well, first of all, after passing this, I have another string to my bow. Yay! I love uh, archery. Um, I wish I was an archer. Maybe in the next life I will become an archer uh, with a bow and um, I'll be able to shoot arrows. Yes, I passed the hardest of the three modules. So this is great and I can put it in my CV. And yet again, I learned about myself, about what kind of person I am. And it's not always a likable kind of person, to be honest with you. I don't take failures well. That's the worst thing. I find it hard to bounce back. But I suppose it is a good thing it happened. Yes, yet again, I'm referring to the failed lesson. Because, you know, I need to practice this. I need to practice losing. Uh, not too much, actually, because if you lose too much, now that I think about it, it might not be so good, actually. Because you might lose your motivation and it could le lead to a burnout in my profession because it's so delicate, you know. The profession is delicate. It's it's very mentally exhausting. Um, yeah. In order to be successful, sometimes you need to reach a low moment, though, I think. Only then can you be appreciative when things go well. Besides, successful people often become assholes. Uh, money spoils them. Not everyone, God no. But there have been many examples in history. I have seen it happen to some of my friends. And I have seen it happen in, uh, I've seen it happen in America recently. We don't really have to go very far in time, do we? Success breeds arrogance, in my opinion, which leads to ignorance as well. I don't want to get carried away here, but the bottom line is we are all human, regardless of our religion, sexual orientation, opinion, um, whether we are bloody immigrants or not. Due to the technology, we live in a globalized world and we better start cooperating, right? Donald? Yeah, I think Donald understands that. As much as I am against him being elected the president of the USA, um, I think 
I think he's not going to live up to all his promises. I hope so anyway, because he simply can't. He's very powerful as the president of the United States, but I don't think he's that powerful. Because at the end of the day, uh, America is democracy, which means rule of people. So he's only one. Yeah, he's not a dictator, like there are some dictators in North Korea or other places in the world. No. So I think as much as I disagree with what Donald has said, I think it's it's all going to be okay. He will probably not make America great again, but it's all going to be fine. Um, okay, but I'm talking about the Delta here. Why did I get sidetracked like that? Why did I go off the tangent in such way? Well, this is a topical subject, isn't it? Donald Trump becoming the American president. Right. Uh, I'm talking about the Delta. So I've passed the Module 2 Delta. So now what? Well, now I have to prepare for the Module 1 exam, which is happening pretty soon. And um, I have started looking into some books, but I don't think I have been doing it enough. Um, my conscience isn't clear. It's a bit guilty. I should study a bit more extensively, right? Zdenek, come on, man. Man up. Um, get a grip and do some work. Right, yeah. Um, I'm using the good old A to Z, ELTL2Z, uh, written by Scott Thornbury. I'm not sure if this is what it's called, but it's something like A to Z, okay, uh, written by Scott Thornbury. And um, yeah, I hope I'll prepare well for this exam. I have taken a mock exam, that, that might have helped, because now I know what to expect. But it's always about um, the questions, you know, if I find the questions familiar, then I should be okay. But um, yeah, there is the linguistic part is the one that I'm more confident about. I think the methodology paper will be a bit of hit and miss, to be honest with you. Um, but um, you never know. We will see how it goes, okay? Um, well, that's it. And now because you've been such good listeners... Let me announce something here. Um, I'm going to announce a treat for the next episode. Yes, I was lying. I was lying indeed. Didn't anybody call me out on my bluff? I failed the course. What? What the? No, no, I double bluffed. I double bluffed here. Sorry. Uh, I've been playing too much of Kingdoms of Deceit lately. It's getting into my head. Um, I said this would be the last part of the Delta series, right? I did say that at the start of this episode. Well, nope. There's one more. I wonder what you think now. God, no. Not any more of this. I've had enough. And I hardly understand what's going on because I can barely relate to this. Stenek, I'm not an English teacher. Why did you have to make five episodes about the Delta. I know, I know. Calm down, everyone. Calm down. 
or calm your tits, as one of my friends from Northern Ireland says. Take a chill pill, Stenek. Well, okay. Let me take a deep breath. You know, I have been speaking about this series as a five-part Delta series, right? Yes. The first one was the introduction. The second one was about the input sessions. The third one was about the LSA one. The fourth one was describing my LSAs 2 to LSAs 4. The fifth one is this one. And there is a sixth one as well. Yes, and you can expect that in the next episode. The sixth, the final. And this time I'm not going to bluff. It will be the final episode of this podcast. No, no, it won't be the final episode of this podcast as such. No, I am talking about this Delta series. Yes, the final episode, the the one that nobody expected, right? I wonder, has any of you expected this? Maybe one of you is a psychic or something, you know, you can tell the future, you can, you are a fortune teller or something. If you are a fortune teller, then um, please do not send me a message, do not leave a comment on Facebook, please don't. I don't want to know anything about my future, because I'm not this kind of person, okay? So, um, yeah, in the next episode, I will um, reward you for your patience with me with um, post-Delta course interviews. And there are about four interviews which are recorded with people who took the course. Uh, I think it will all be okay to to make it um, one episode because it will probably be about one hour long or a little bit over one hour long. So I will not have to divide that and make it the seventh episode, hopefully. So the interviews which I recorded were with a Peruvian girl, a Kiwi man, uh, so a, a man from New Zealand, a British guy from England, and last but not the least, the longest epic interview with a Brazilian globetrotter. And that's a real treat. Trust me, I love these interviews because they well express how we all felt so drained and emotionless after the experience of Delta. You need an outlet when you finish your Delta, you know? You really do. So... Uh, so this podcast served exactly this purpose. It enabled me, it allowed me to uh, prepare this long series, uh, long Taking the Delta series. I think it must be the, the longest series I have ever recorded on this podcast. So, yeah, so the interviews will uh, be published in due course. And uh, I can't wait to edit those ones because, um, to be honest with you, I haven't uh, listened to them yet. Um, yeah, I think uh, these interviews will be nice because they will celebrate the diversity. These four people are from four different places, two native speakers, two non-native speakers. Uh, one is a woman, three are guys. I think it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be amazing. One more thing, Luke from Luke's English Podcast has sent me a tip uh, on a website where I can randomly have the computer create a new jingle for the next English podcast. So this is happening soon, I think. I think I'll probably record an episode about it first uh, with suggested tunes. 
and then ask you to vote for the best one. We will see. And on this note, let me end this episode of the podcast. You have been listening to Zdenek's English Podcast, a podcast made by a holder of Module 2 Cambridge Delta Certificate. Goodbye, good night, ciao!